What's up, wrestling fans? What's up, mixed martial arts fans? Your boy, Ike Feldman, with my boy, Justin Ferrara. You just saw we had our first guest, Man Ramp, on, on the previous episode. Now we get our first athlete, Mitchell McKee, a Minnesota gopher. That is the University of Minnesota fight song. Um, maybe we could get Mitch to a freestyle rap over that later in the interview, but <laughs> at Mitch McKee MMA on Instagram at M McKee one four one on Twitter. Again, Minnesota Gopher Bellator MMA fighter, Brock, Gable, Logan, and Mitch. Mitch, how you doing? First of all, you're you're lumped in with the these like uh, Herculean names, and then there's Mitch, man. Uh, does, does that rub you the wrong way? No, no. I mean. Uh... You know, there's a good tradition coming out of Minnesota for to trans, you know, transition into different sports, whether it's WWE, MMA. So um, it's cool to be um, in the same group as those guys. Yeah, that's uh, definitely one thing we want to talk about. Um, you coming out of high school, uh, why did you choose Minnesota? Was it just because you're from Minnesota? I'm sure you had a... Uh, a bunch of schools recruiting you, um, at the time. Yeah. So I kind of, um, I always wanted to, I, I trained at Minnesota since I was like a freshman in high school. I'd go to the RTC practices and, um, really loved Minnesota. A lot of my friends that I knew in high school, whether, you know, from like my club or just high school wrestling went to Minnesota. Um, one of my high school buddies, Tommy Thorne went there um Tommy Thorne he's tough yeah so I I just had a really good connection with the the whole team um all the wrestlers the coaches everybody how far is the drive uh from your hometown to the university uh, like 30 minutes so oh. really no yeah, yeah. That's in your backyard that's awesome for sure mm -hmm. and now yeah. uh you guys just uh oh, we saw the news of uh Dustin Slater resigning as uh, the Gopher Wrestling Club head coach uh, Troy Steiner coming in, huge for Minnesota fans. Um, those that don't know, Troy is uh, an NCAA champ. He's a multiple-time uh, national team member, and he was a head coach at Fresno State before they unfortunately dropped the program. Um, what do you uh, what do you see the direction of Minnesota wrestling? You know, with the names of uh, you know Troy obviously coming in, and then you know, uh, former team members or teammates, uh, Gable, Steveson, and uh, Logan Storley. And now you got a world team member, Hayden Zilmer, uh, you know, on that roster. Yeah, I think things are, you know, looking up and looking great. Uh, Troy, you know, I, I, I don't know if I've worked with him a ton personally, but I've always been around him, whether it was at the Olympic Training Center or just different tournaments and stuff. And I've always thought of him as an amazing coach and, and even talk, I obviously talk with a lot of the guys back on the team, um, like Michael Blockus, my brother, you know, all these guys that um, I reach back out to them and they, they say amazing things about him and they think he's going to be an amazing coach for the RTC. And, you know, the RTC is already looking, starting to look uh, really good with Hayden making a world team. You got a couple U23 world team members on the college team. Um, so it's, 
it's uh, I think it's great for the program and hopefully uh, we can get some more recruits and RTC guys because of it. And you guys just got a new facility. So that's, uh, that's also great for uh, incoming uh, recruits. Yeah, for sure. I think we got that like my, I think that was my senior year, but yeah, it's, it's amazing. I think they're actually redoing the locker rooms right now. They're completely gutting them and redoing all them too. So it's uh, yeah, they're, they're doing a lot to, to help bring back the, the great tradition of Minnesota wrestling. So. Again, we're being joined by Mitchell McKee at Mitch McKee MMA on Instagram at M McKee one four one on Twitter. Uh, saw that your Bellator 284 fight, obviously you incorporated your wrestling, but I also saw a beautiful, I don't know, um, weaving in the jujitsu and the grappling game and uh, seeing that you train at Sanford MMA with Pat Downey, who also fought on the card. Uh, Logan Storley's fighting at Sanford, bunch of killers train at uh, Sanford. Uh, uh, what's his name? Michael Chandler. Have you ever heard of him? Um, was it hard for you to transition from hardcore wrestling, elite wrestling uh, onto the mats and kind of uh, swallow your ego and just uh, adjust or did it just come natural to you? Um, you mean just starting out, you know, kind of at the bottom again? Yeah, you mean like. <laughs> It, yeah, yeah, I would say a little bit of a head start in your case. Yeah, yeah, I, I kind of told myself that right away, um, you know, that I was going to have to adjust because, I mean, I felt it right away, too, because, I mean, I went pro, I didn't ever, I'd never done any striking or jujitsu or anything um, before I moved down here. I just kind of moved down here, and um, it was a big change, you know, I'm going with a lot of guys who are really good at MMA, really good at striking, really good at bjj so um the first couple months yeah were tough and just getting adjusted and getting kind of resetting my expectations every day you know like just trying to learn as much as i can and yeah it's hard when you go from when you're up here and wrestling and then you got to come back down um into a new sport but you know i think just telling myself right away that you know okay you're you're going with some guys who are really good. Some guys who have been striking for 10 years, I'm having to spar against them, you know, and I've been striking for a month. So it's like, you kind of have to adjust your, your expectations and, and just try to, you know, even though you're getting beat up, learn something, you know, and, and I think doing that in this last year has really helped me grow and just um, every day come in excited and ready to go because I'm, I'm know I'm learning. I can feel that I'm learning. I feel myself getting better. Um, you, I got guys telling me I, I'm looking better. So it's like really motivates you to keep, keep, uh, learning every day and keep growing. So is it a, is it a, a different, um, a mindset? Cause I know like you being a junior world silver medalist, which is if, if people that don't know, Oh my God, like I would I'd cut my leg off for, to be a, you know, a world medalist. <laughs> You know, so congrats on that. But um, you blast doubling somebody, you know, out of bounds and getting a push out point or possible four, um, opposed to pinning somebody up against a cage. Like, what's the what's the strategy or the mindset? Like, um, you know, because obviously I've never I've never been inside a cage. Um, I don't plan on ever being inside a cage. But you know, if you if you catch yourself, you know, you know, between or have the opponent pinned up against the cage. Like what's, what's your mindset there? You're trying to scramble out of it or you're trying to drag them back to the center where, 
you know, you can, you know, throw the boots in and, you know, drop some hammers on his head. Yeah. I mean, uh, that too, that specifically, you know, working on the cage has been kind of something I've really had to focus on as far as being on the feet, like wrestling wise, um, obviously like taking shots I've been doing for 20 years, yeah. but like, you know, like you said, like you drive through on a double egg and there's a wall that you run into. So then you gotta, you know, a lot of guys are, even if they're not, weren't wrestlers, they're pretty good at defending when there's a cage on their back and they can. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Off of. Um, so yeah, that's been, that's been big for me working on the cage and just working. Uh, we have, you know, some Russian guys that coaches that come in and help, uh, help us with some Sambo stuff on the cage and, nice. and different trips and stuff to do on the cage and kind of how you want your pressure to be and what, you know, depending on how they react, what you can do from there. But yeah, it's, it's definitely different because you don't want to rush things as much on the cage as like wrestling. You kind of wrestling's like a high pace, like trying to scramble through the position when you get on a cage, it's kind of um, a little more methodical, I guess. Yep. Can, can you uh, elaborate on that? I was going to ask you about some Mount Rushmore gophers, uh, but can you elaborate about the, the Sambo, uh, the fact that you're personally working with these guys, uh, the, these scary shadow lurking uh, Russians? I'm just kidding. I really respect uh, Sambo and what it's bringing to martial arts. It, it could be the next generation. You got Nemkov, Khabib, uh, Islam, but can you explain the, the core differences between uh, Sambo and American wrestling? Yeah, I would say it's it's more like um, it's almost more like Greco Roman with with being able to use your legs to trip and throw. You know, um, they're just really good with their hips and really good um, at just kind of feeling. They have a really good feel when it comes to trips and throws, and um, especially like on the cage, they're they're really good at knowing when you have a lot of weight on one foot and if they trip that foot out, you're going to fall down type, type stuff. So, um, they're just body controls really good. You know, it's obviously American wrestling and is more just taking shots and finishing on the, you know, just driving through finishing where there's is a lot of like sitting, moving, and then one big motion. They kind of like lull you to sleep almost and then do a big, a big uh, throw or trip or something, but that's like Khabib's interview. So he'll lull you to sleep and then he just throws something big. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's a lot different, but you know, it's, it's fun to learn and um, very useful for sure. So now, uh, now that you're not in college anymore, um, what do you do on your downtime? I know you're, you're not, you're not in class. Um, you study in film you got a, you know, a dietitian um, helping you out. Uh, I mean, you've been wrestling your, your entire life, so um, you know how to cut weight, but um, is there, is there more of a difference, like, uh, or is there a, a nice similarity between like uh, managing your weight and just like your mindset and outlook uh, on competition and uh, practice, you know, are you going to practice to work on specific things or just, uh you know, overall general, um, striking and like grappling. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's, uh, I'd say it's similar to, for me, at least like similar to, um, earlier on in my wrestling career, like say like middle school, high school, because 
you know, once you get to college, you, you, you have a lot of information. It's just making little tweaks. Um, where me, like right now, I'm just, you know, I've not, I've only been striking for a year. I've only been doing jujitsu for a year. And it's just a lot of, I'm just taking in so much stuff all the time and just trying to learn as much as I can. Um, but as far as, yeah, and other things like the diet stuff, I don't really worry about. Like you said, I've, I've cut my fair share of weight from wrestling and, and uh, made a lot of mistakes in wrestling doing it. So I've, I know what to do, what not to do. Um, it's a little different, you know, cause it's over eight weeks versus, you know, like the wrestling season, you got to kind of keep it down the whole time, but um, it's just, you know, eight weeks, you slowly get it down to a certain point where then you just cut it all the day before uh, day of weigh-ins. But um, downtime is, I, I don't know. I just uh, kind of just recover. I mean, I, I train twice a day, um, usually just recover and maybe play some video games. And yeah. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I just try to try to just relax so that I can come in, you know, fresh and ready to go for the next practice. Um, and as far as meals and stuff, me and my fiance buy our own stuff and cook our own meals to make sure we're, we're eating what what I want to eat and what I need to eat. Are you uh are you studying anybody uh, in particular? Or are you uh are you uh I don't want to you know uh, compare you to anybody else. Are you are you trying to you know go for that title shot, or are you uh, are you trying to work your way up slowly and you know learn the ropes a little bit so you know you're not you know fish out of water real quick or um, you re- I mean with your your athletes and everything you know junior world medalist um, you know NCAA All American you know you do. I, I, I think wrestlers, well, I know wrestlers have a, you know, a step ahead of everybody. Um, is that the same thing for you? You, uh, you looking to go right to the top or, uh, see where you see where it uh, takes you? Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to get to the top as quick as possible, but also the, you know, I have a really good manager. He manages, uh, Robbie Lawler, Michael Chandler, Luke okay. Rockle, Dorley. Um, so he knows like, he's really good at, you know, like my last fight, the guy was, you know, better than my first two guys. And he's just trying to get me better and better and better fights um, every single time so that I just keep growing and in, inside the cage, keep getting more experience inside the cage and obviously, you know, um, climbing the ranks at the same time. Um, but yeah, we usually talk, we, we talk about, you know, what, what should be my next level of competition, but yeah, I want to, I think for me, it's just once I get more comfortable with the striking in there, you know, it's, it's then at, at that point, I'm, I'm not concerned about um, how fast we go, um, which I, I, I am comfortable like in sparring and stuff. I've, I've noticed I've gotten a thousand times better um, inside our room, but you know, it's one thing when you're inside the room versus inside the cage. Um, but, you know, I felt, I felt comfortable last fight. It's just, Sometimes it's, it's hard to get that, that wrestling to, to shut off sometimes that what yeah, for sure been <laughs> for 20 years, you know, just comes so natural that even in the second round, I stood up and I was going to start striking and striking. And then I just, when you see a wide open double leg, it's sometimes hard not to take it, you know, yeah, as a sure. so just getting, just getting comfortable enough where I'm not, I don't feel the urge to shoot all the time and that I can still strike and, um and just mix it up a little bit more and then at that point i'm um i'll be ready to do whatever 
keep you know top five ch- championship um, uh, bout, but whatever. But I'm just trying to get experience at this point. Mitch, I love it, man. You're extremely humble, modest. Uh, you got the the girl, the wife. Uh, you guys married? I'm sorry if I missed that. Uh, two two and a half weeks we are. So, Ooh, yeah. in two and a half weeks or into in two and a half we leave next week to go back to minnesota and then yeah it's back in minnesota nice man are you guys wearing all white tuxes what's uh, have you i'm sure you got the no, outfits down anything you need i got a plaid one which is, it's kind of cool nice and then the, mine's like a gray uh i don't know what the other color is like a rust color like a gray rust and then the other guy's got uh tan tuxes the groomsmen but, nice. You, you got cousins you've never spoken to coming down from Canada. Is everybody, are you excited <laughs> to see the, the 300 people? Oh, I got, yeah. I mean, it's more her, her side's guy. <laughs> He's got hundreds of cousins, but we couldn't invite that many. So, um, but yeah, I mean, I, there's quite a few people on her side of her family that I <laughs> still have not met. <laughs> well, God so- bless you, man. Seriously. And if I could give you any piece of advice on the wedding day, one, don't drink too much. You don't want to be the, the drunk uh was it Girl. groom yeah i was about to say groomsman i was like that's yeah she already told me she's like if you drink more than a couple beers i'm gonna kill you <laughs> like all right i mean that like that's that makes sense and two at some point whenever the chaos is going on step away and just look at everybody taking the moment somebody gave me that advice and it's so true because it's like uh, yeah, there's everything. There's photographers, there's social media, but it's for your own memory bank, it's it's special. But yeah. uh, congratulations on that. Um, my last thing: uh, Are you ever on the mats simultaneously when Mr. Pat Downey's on the mats at Sanford? Uh, Pat actually doesn't train at our gym. He's just managed by our ma- same manager. He goes to I don't know if he's still there, but he goes to um, um, Goat Shed. Okay. Well, yeah. I feel like your perspective would be better than most on this. We love I mean, Pat. Had him quite a bit, but through wrestling and stuff. Um, oh. Kind of a wild man, but like, you know, he's just got his own. Um, he's just unique. You know, he's just a different. He's different than everybody else, but he um, he's a gamer. You know, he's always he always has been a gamer, whether it's college wrestling or uh, Olympic style wrestling or whatever. He's always. Uh, he talks the talk, but he, he usually walks the walk too. He comes out uh, slinging. So, um, you know, good guy. He, he uh, like I said, a little bit of wild man, but when it comes down to it, if you're just having a one-on-one with him, he's a good dude. Hey, and uh, to end it here, um, you know, you just made me a fan. I mean, I, I've always been a J-Rob fan, um, but um, followed you a little bit in college. Um, you know, I, Big Ten wrestling, super tough. Um, you know, you're yeah. like we were we talked about earlier. Your brother's a two-time All-American. Um, he's going into his junior year. Um, you know, a lot of high expectations for him. Um, but I wanted to direct everybody to your your link tree. Um, your your uh, Curtis Lemaire uh, Legacy Foundation. If you wanted to talk about that real quick, um, and to let everybody know what it's about and uh, how we could help. Yeah. So if you go to my Instagram to the link tree, um, you'll see the Curtis Lemire Legacy Foundation. So Curtis Lemire was one of my, me and my brother's friends growing up. We wrestled with him from, gosh, when we were in probably second grade until through high school. Um, 
and you know their family we got close to them both of our families did and we traveled all over the country um yeah there there it is um but yeah so this uh so curtis his freshman year of of college passed in his sleep um from an unknown heart defect um so his parents started a legacy foundation for him and they've been doing amazing things giving uh scholarships to to athletes that maybe don't don't have um the same opportunities as some other kids to go to college and, and do the sports that they love uh but you can go and donate uh to their to their family and yeah like like i said we i've known them for a long time and it was you know heartbreaking to come out of a wrestling practice in college and, and hear that news and um but you know their family is they're amazing people that do amazing things for for a lot of people and a lot of kids that, like I said, don't have the same opportunities as, as a lot of, um, say, blue chip recruits. You know, they're they're helping out the, the guys who work hard and, and grind every day and maybe don't get the same. Uh, maybe they're from a small town or whatever. They don't get the same recognition as everybody else. But um, yeah, they're doing a lot of great things, and we do a lot of lot of uh, benefits go up to South Dakota, do fish frenzy benefits where we go fishing with people and raise money. And, um, but yeah, it's great family, great cause. And, and, you know, it's helps his uh, legacy, at least in, in the Midwest in Minnesota, every, every wrestling person knows who Curtis Lemaire and his foundation is. And, um, you know, hopefully we can get more people to, to, uh, know of it and know of his story and and help donate and help the future of all sports you know they're helping not just wrestling but a lot of sports and i'm sure more people with your platform your growing platform at mitch mckee mma on instagram and at m mckee 141 on twitter will be more aware of this and uh yeah well Mitch, we appreciate the time. Again, Minnesota Gopher, Bellator MMA fighter. Uh, you're on the rise, man. We really appreciate the time. Just when you're a champion, just if you could just wave to us or like comments. Yeah. Uh, we know you'll sure. be too busy for us, but we really Thanks, appreciate man. the time, man. Thank you for, uh, yeah, thank thank you, you for your time. Really appreciate it. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Thank you, brother. All right, we got about a minute left. Justin, that was our first athlete. I think he was hinting at me trying to like uh, quote chase with the Pat Downey. I was going to say I'm a big fan of Pat Downey. If I had to pick Pat or Bo, I would go with Pat. Uh, I'm going to go with Bo on that one. So. What? Oh, my gosh. That's where we differ, man. That's no, where uh, we differ. Oh, we're, we're, we're the same in every other way. But uh, um, <laughs> huge fan of Mitch McKee. Um, Super athletic, super tough. I'm really excited for his future. Um, you know, that mindset, you know, he already competed on the world stage. He's there. You, you wrestle in the Big Ten. You're an All-American in the NCAA. You're, you're legit. So um, nothing but good things for him coming up. And nothing but good things for us, man. This was fun. I'm about to hit the stop because, as we know, we're, we're on, I'm a basic bitch when it comes to Zoom. <laughs> so, I love you, Justin. It was a great episode, you. brother. I'm going to call you because we need to discuss. This was awesome. All right. Peace. <laughs>